Hello, everyone. We are happy to greet you in the new episode of the All.com podcast. On this channel, we talk about love, dating, relationship, and specifically about international dating. I will remind you, if you are new on this channel, that Duolo.com is a premium boutique matchmaking service that since 2008 introduces truly exceptional romantic and open-minded singles who believe that love knows no borders and no nationalities and that international couples actually have more fun and romance in their relationship. My name is Svetlana Mucha. I am the leading matchmaker and dating coach at Duolo.com. And uh, together with me, traditionally, I have Katerina Romanenko, the executive director at Diola.com. Uh, by the way, uh, before we jump into our discussion, I want to remind you that if you would like to hear more practical dating tips and advice, we strongly recommend you to check our YouTube channel. For seven years already the year, twice per week, we share two videos with practical dating tips and advice that actually work because we based our advice and stories that we share, educational stories based on our 14 years of practical experience in introducing singles and getting quality feedback after the dates. So Katerina, I will paint a picture to you really quickly so that you understand what we are going to talk about before we form the topic, the name of the topic. Um, let's assume that we have scheduled a date, very traditional, uh, very common situation. And after the date, the gentleman gives us the feedback but you know what? She is a very beautiful girl, but uh, the day didn't go that well because the whole date, uh, she was kind of off. She obviously wasn't serious on me. I had to do all the talking. I had to entertain her. I was actually giving her compliments. I was asking her questions, just like you have recommended me to do. And she was pretty much answering like yes or no. And she was not asking me anything. So obviously she's not interested in getting to know me better. And of course, when you hear a feedback like that, your first thought is like, wow, how come the lady was so off during the day? She didn't ask questions. She didn't react to what the gentleman was uh, telling her. And uh, wow, like she's such a sweet, easygoing, smart girl. What happened? And then you ask a lady about the date. And after you get her feedback, you kind of look at the whole situation from the other angle. And the lady tells that, you know what? Like, I've tried to ask him something. I've tried to actually talk about myself or something that I find interesting. But I couldn't stop him talk from talking. He was like talking all the time. And he talked about his family. He talked about his job. He talked about business he would like to open. He talked about his hobbies his favorites, his dog, uh, places he has been, places he wants to visit, uh, his dreams, uh, his current situation, uh, where he lives, uh, where he planned to live. So he was given so much information and it was kind of rude to interrupt him. And uh, a few times when he has asked me a question, I was just starting to form the answer and he would interrupt me and start talking again. So, of course, I'm not interested in going out uh, again with such a person who loves listening only to his voice. So, Katerina, I'm sure you recognize uh, such feedbacks from dates, because from time to time, unfortunately, people give us uh, such feedback. And the situation can be reversed uh, that a lady did more talking than a gentleman. But in our example, let's assume the gentleman was a chatterbox. And... The question is, 
what is a healthy dynamic of a healthy date that has potential to grow into something more? Who should do more talking during the date? What's your opinion? Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm happy again to discuss interesting topics with Svetlana, and I hope that this podcast will be also useful for you and interesting for you. And, uh, of course, the topic of dynamics on the date, uh, the topic about uh, talking on the date is a very important one because, of course, uh, most, uh, uh, especially first dates, they're based on the conversation between people and how it goes and uh, the, the topics that are brought up. And, um, this uh, scenario, this situation that Svetlana has just described, uh, it really happens. It happens that uh, one person is talking all the time and the second person is sitting listening to him and then they give us different feedbacks. And uh, of course, uh, I think that the biggest and the most popular reason why it happens that way is because people feel nervous because they go on dates. Uh, Very often they don't have enough practice of dating. They uh, haven't been on a date for some time. Um, They can't say that they um, regularly go on dates. And when uh, it happens in their life, it becomes like a very a unique event uh, and uh, of course people when they do something they didn't do for a long time they start to nervous and uh, it can be on a date that there can be two scenarios one person uh, is silent because he or she nervous and another scenario when he or she is talking a lot and you know they do it subconsciously it's not their goal yes to to feel all the atmosphere when they are talking uh, they do it because they think that if they keep silent then the date will fail and um, Uh, There will be a huge pause and they don't know how to feel it in after that. And uh, they feel nervous and they start to tell a lot of details that are not necessary to talk about. Uh, different situations, they bring up strange topics they would never do in normal life. And uh, it really can be that one person is talking a lot and another person is sitting and uh, even can't interrupt and uh, can't uh, say anything, can't ask any question. So it really happens. You know, when um, I try to imagine uh, a very good date, a date that we can call successful, it reminds me a very beautiful dance when two persons are dancing on the dance floor and uh, if it is a pair dancing if two people are involved usually it never happens then one person is standing all the time and another person is dancing around him or around her it would it would look strange i think we would not like this type of dance uh, so put yourself into this uh, into uh, such situation If you keep silent all the date and another person uh, does all the talking, then you're standing in this dance and another person is trying to do something, dancing around you, making some moves uh, to invite you, to involve you into his or her dance. And vice versa, if you are talking all the time, then another person will stand. So anyway, you can't call this type of dancing harmonious and beautiful. And... um, 
uh, when it looks really nice, when um, the dance is really passion, passionate, when it looks um, interesting, lovely, is when two persons are uh, involved into it, when they are concentrated on it, and when they learn it step by step. So they start from simple moves, from simple steps, um, uh, everything simple, and then uh, step by step, they're growing as professionals, they're dancing, become more and more more harmonious they look uh, like uh, you know when they dance and they start to look like one uh, person uh, not two people and uh, such communication you can call healthy so in our case that we started to discuss in the beginning it was exactly the case when a guy felt so nervous that he started to move to move and he didn't even understand didn't feel that a lady is standing she can't do anything because he uh, he feels in all uh, everything around uh, with his uh, emotions his talking everything and uh, he concentrated on himself he forgot that he has to involve the second person into his communication and of course uh, the feedbacks after this date will be really different because he it can be that he sincerely doesn't understand that he did something wrong so uh, from his side he really was talking because there was silence because he nerfed so much uh, that he didn't mention uh, that another person was silent because she didn't have an opportunity to speak because he did all the talking and uh, it happens in real life. And uh, uh, when you're on a real date, just ask yourself uh, if only I am moving, if another person is standing and just looking at me. Try to involve another person into your conversation. And we can tell it both to men and to ladies uh, that you have, it can be like a game, like a dancing, that when you do one move, another person is doing another move. And you move step by step together with uh, another person. And when you feel that you are dancing and another person, person is just standing and looking at you, then something is going wrong and you have to involve the second person into your conversation. I agree with you. Uh, a very common reason why, some per uh, why a person can turn into this chatterbox and can jump from one topic to another, it can be uh, the fact that a person is simply nervous. Uh, another very common scenario is when a person is simply not attentive and a man or a woman, he or she, they think only about their personal joy. Okay, I like talking about this. I like talking about this hobby of mine. Um, for example, uh, it can be football. I will talk about football because there is this championship and I will talk about football or this book she has just read. And he or she is not paying any attention if the partner and the date are, is actually enjoying this topic. And usually they miss all the signals that a partner tries to switch the topic because, for example, football is not something he or she enjoys. So uh, the partner tries to navigate this conversation to another sphere, another field, where they can find some common grounds. And um, to me, to your idea, it reminds a dance. To me, it's more like a tennis game or maybe a beach volleyball game. And I'm sure you have seen this uh, beach volleyball uh, games when, for example, there is a guy or a woman in, in a team and he or she thinks that he is just better than the other players. 
So he will catch all the balls. He will save the game. He will uh, run to the right corner, to the left corner. And um, pretty much he can actually push other players. They will stand in his way. He will get frustrated. They don't get uh, him get the ball or because he might have catched the ball. And such people, they forget that uh, like playing volleyball or playing tennis or going out on a date, it's a team's work. It's a team sport. So sometimes at the end of such uh, a date or such a game, a person can tell you that, but how come I actually caught all the balls? So it was me who saved the game, but you didn't let other people uh, participate. You didn't let other people touch that ball. And of course, if a person came to a volleyball game uh, to that field, uh, like you have mentioned, uh, this person, he doesn't want to be uh, only the observer, a passive observer. If you have stepped on that field, you want to participate, to touch that ball. If you are, uh, have agreed to play tennis, you also want to actually uh, use your racket and play, not just watch like the other partner is, for example, or use it, uh, using that rocket to like uh, send that ball uh, to the wall, to the other wall. That's squash, that's not tennis anymore or not a team tennis. So a date, it's also a teamwork. And when you try to do all the work, very often you prevent the other party from participating. And you can uh, have this feeling that, oh, I did all the work. I have asked questions. I said the compliments. I have shared about this and that. And she was just uh, not attentive or she was just passive or he was just passive or he ignored my questions. Uh, we have discussed a similar topic with our psychologist, Alisa Balichenkar, and she made a very interesting point that uh, different people have different speed when they talk. And some people are, when they're nervous or just in general, they talk faster. And not so long ago, it had happened uh, on a date. And uh, a gentleman, he was just forming an answer. For example, the lady has asked him, have you ever been to Amsterdam? And he's telling her, yes. And he starts to answering and he wants to share a story about his trip. And she is already shooting another question. Like, have you ever been to Norway? But you have just asked about Amsterdam and give him a chance to form an answer. Actually, uh, having uh, several minutes or of silence, a break when you're on a date is a nice thing. Because when you're on a date, it's not only about things you say, it's also about nonverbal, about smiles about flirting, about uh, touching your hair, about pouring each other wine, about laughing. So don't feel this necessity that you have to fill in every minute uh, with words, with talking. Uh, it can actually ruin all the vibes. So I agree with you that the first reason why people start talking is nervousness. The second reason that I would name is not being attentive to the needs of your partner. Then the date is only about me. Like, look at me, I can share all these stories or I can tell all these uh, witty jokes or give all these compliments or I can ask all these questions. And I'm sure we all have been in a situation when a person asks a question 
and you start to answer and you literally understand that he is not actually waiting for your answer. He's not looking forward to it. He doesn't need your answer. He is already forming the next uh, question in his mind. Uh, and the reason to it can be that this person is just nervous and he is afraid to forget the next question. Or uh, most common situation that he has just uh, asked this question because like Katerina and Svetlana before the date uh, told him that you should ask questions on the date. So he wants to be this uh, uh, nice guy. He wants to be this marcher. So he's shooting a question after question to show that he is interested. Yes, I agree with you. And uh, it's not a secret that before the dates, we, we discuss with our clients, with ladies and with gentlemen, it's also one of our recommendations uh, to prepare in your mind some interesting stories on different topics that you can discuss with a person. So to be prepared to the date, it's, it's a very uh, right thing. It's something that people have to do. It's great that you prepare yourself. You, you can imagine some questions that you want to ask you have in your mind stories that you want to share it's great but it's just a help for you it's not something that you have to concentrate on when you're meeting a new person so you're not coming on a date to discuss the exact number of topics or to ask the exact number of questions it's not your task on a date even if you forget all the questions that were prepared before but you had a great conversation it's also fine so be natural. Try to behave naturally how it goes on a date. Uh, but don't uh, do this like uh, you have this uh, task number one to ask all the prepared questions. And then really this situation happens. When you ask a question, you uh, don't pay any attention to the answer. You don't pay even attention if the person finished uh, her or his answer. And you continue to ask these questions that were prepared beforehand. Or the same with stories that you have prepared beforehand. You have this goal. It's number one that you have to tell these stories because they are funny, they are interesting, and another person will like it. But when you put them in some situation that was not appropriate for these stories, it will look strange. It will look not naturally. Uh, another person will see that uh, you just want to tell this story. It's not connected with anything. You just want to tell it before because it is prepared. Uh, and uh, these questions, these you know, these endless questions, uh, even if they are very interesting, even if they are prepared uh, by you, even if you know how to answer them uh, in a very interesting, entertaining way. Uh, but if you ask a huge number of questions, it will look like a job interview. You will ask questions, questions, questions. You don't pay attention to answers. You can like a questionnaire. Yes, it's like a questionnaire, but you have met uh, with a real person. You are not communicating uh, in some formal way online. It's not, uh, uh, she's not willing to get job from you. Uh, and uh, you have this natural conversation. Don't concentrate on these endless questions too much. Because really, another person, uh, she will feel uh, uncomfortable if you have asked, uh, for example, 100 questions on the first day. Uh, the lady she will feel strange because after the date she will uh, have a wrong aftertaste 
So it will be not something that she's looking forward to uh, have again, that she will dream about your second meeting. She will wait for it. She will be happy to see you again. Uh, the biggest aftertaste and the strongest aftertaste she will uh, have after this date is uh, some incredible number of questions. Maybe it's in first time in her life she have heard so many questions during several hours uh, that she will look very strange. She will feel that um, he asked me already everything. What he will ask me on the second date? He wanted to know everything about me on the first date and especially if you have prepared some tricky questions or some unusual questions. So don't do this. Uh, behave naturally and what is the most important uh, Pay attention to the answer that this person is giving to you. It's very important because if you are asking a question and you don't pay attention, any attention to the answer, uh, another person, your partner on a date, uh, he or she will lose interest because what is the sense to give an interesting answer if uh, the other person is not listening to you, she will just give answers like yes, no, maybe, I don't like it, I like it. So it, it will be everything you get in return if you don't listen to the answer. And especially uh, what is, uh, sometimes it happens because of nervous too, sometimes it's because people are too concentrated on questions and uh, don't pay attention to answers. There can be different uh, uh, reasons why it's happening. Uh, but uh, it happens that people uh, People forget all the information that they have heard, for example, on the first or on the second date. And when um, you're so happy to have the second date, you are meeting again and you start to bring up the same topics and uh, your partner understands that you absolutely you don't remember anything that was said on the first date will it look uh, nice or will you look serious uh, in the eyes of your partner no she will understand that what is the reason for me to give these answers again if he doesn't even try to remember or to listen to what i am asking so it makes your communication too formal not natural, not interesting, and but our really anything that we build, any kind of relationship we build in our life, one of the main goals will be communication uh, with friends, with our better halves, with relatives, with co-workers. We communicate with each other every day. And the way how we listen to each other, how we uh, give that feedbacks, everything, it depends on uh, how our relationship will be built in the future. And uh, there is no reason to build relationship with a person uh, with whom communication is not interesting at all. Because what will be further? Okay, we'll have the first kiss. We will hug. Uh, we will, I don't know, have some romantic moments in our relationship. But anyway, we will come to communication because our life is based on communication with other people, especially with our close people. And if you uh, don't find it interesting when you communicate with each other, there will be no future. Uh, Diana, I want to make one point. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry mm -hmm. for interrupting you because I'm, I'm afraid uh, uh, the whole concept that it will be interesting uh, right now, we will mislead people. So I, I think it is important to specify what you mean. Because mm -hmm. sometimes uh, after the date or after two dates, a man or a lady claims that, oh, it was not interesting. And uh, when you start asking why it's not interesting, not because the other person is dull, but because your attitude and your dating skills uh, are not the best. 
in a sense, like you have mentioned, a gentleman is asking lots of questions and he can have the best intention. He really tries to remember what the lady is answering, but it is humanly impossible if you jump from topic to topic. I will give an example so that our listeners understand what do you mean and are not mislead and claim that, oh, I'm, it was just not interesting. For example, a gentleman asks a lady, um, like, uh, what is your job? And she tell that, uh, okay, I'm an accountant. Okay, which company do you work for? And she tells which company. For how many years do you work there? She said that for five years. What did you do before that? I was also an accountant. For which company? For that company. For how many years did you work there? Okay, what university did you go to? And he can jump with questions from topic to topic without go getting deeper. And of course, it is hard to uh, find something interesting if you just turn your communication into a questionnaire and you shoot these questions, you're just exchanging facts. You are not exchanging any information that will give you any details about this person. For example, she has told you that she is an accountant. Why not to, deep, to dig deeper and to actually ask her what she loves about her job or why she has chosen accounting? And then she can tell you that, oh, I love working from home and I'm working from home and I have this freedom or uh, I love working with numbers. And you can learn something about this person. So uh, uh, to tell that this date is not interesting, sometimes people like you, this excuse, uh, same as I didn't feel chemistry just to cover their own uh, inability to build a quality date. So it's not about their date not being interesting. It's about their inability to actually uh, have a deeper communication that can lead to a deeper connection. Okay, first date is not the place to try to find a deep connection. You hardly know the other person. So my recommendation would be like choose two important topics that you would like to discuss, but that are light and appropriate for the first date. For example, talk about uh, your favorites and your job. Because, well, uh, you can tell a lot about a person uh, um, by uh, asking right questions about what he does for a living and why. Jump into the why question. Uh, because uh, sometimes people tell us feedback that, oh, it, it was not interesting, like she's not an interesting person after one date, but it is impossible to tell if she was an interesting person since you didn't uh, bother to actually get to know her. You didn't give a chance uh, her to get to know you. Uh, smart people who go out on dates, they actually know it, that it is better to uh, uh, let the other person do more talking to get to know the other person and uh, to share maybe less information about yourself to keep the other party interested. I would tell like, 60-40, when the, uh, your dating partner talks like for 60% and you talk for 40%. And then the other party will be craving the second date. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but no, I no, wanted no. to clarify this. Uh, yes, thank uh, you. Uh, being yes. interesting, mm -hmm. because I already expect uh, all the comments. Mm -hmm. No, I, I just meant that if another person uh, is uh, not, doesn't pay attention to what you say, then... Uh, he can, ask, he can actually uh, pay say... attention. He can mm -hmm. pay attention to all his questions, to all 55 questions he has asked, but it is humanly impossible without context to memorize what uh, do all your cousins do for a living. And you don't mm -hmm. need this information on the first date because it will tell you nothing about the lady in front of him. 
Yes, I agree with you that uh, all the questions that are based just on the simple answers, like you gave an example, uh, what uh, what do you do for a living? And then uh, for how many years to do it? What company? So it will be a very um, small information. It will be very limited, uh, just numbers, names. And really, it's impossible, especially anyway, if it is one of the first dates, I don't know, first, second, third, uh, you still uh, can feel a little stressed. And especially in um, in such um, uh, in such mood, it can be that you will not remember all the details that you discussed. Um, but also, it's fine that you don't remember something about another person to ask uh, uh, again something, but not like is going around the same questions again and again uh, and really if you bring up some topic uh, it will be smart it will be interesting for both of you if you discuss it deeply mm, not just uh, one or two questions about the job but uh, you know every job is unique it's very interesting especially if you work uh, is in absolutely different fields. Uh, you can uh, think about many questions uh, that can be asked about the job. And uh, it's, it also can be a very interesting topic. Um, I think just with small, small exceptions, I, I remember one of our clients, uh, he didn't like his job too much. And he always said that a person who loves uh, his or her job, it's a very strange person. But to be honest, he was one uh, such person during many, many years of our experience. So usually people like what they are doing. That's why um, uh, they continue to do it. It's their profession. Um, they can have very good careers and uh, every job is very interesting. Yeah, and uh, like we said, try to memorize at least in general what another person has given uh, you about her job. Because if she's telling where she works, what she's doing, and give some, for example, stories from her job about her experience. And then the next time you will ask again, so tell me, uh, where do you work? Uh, it will uh, sound uh, very strange because she even uh, shared with you stories from her practice and she even described to you some details about your job. And after that, you continue to ask, uh, so tell me, what are you doing? Yes. I know so, uh, which mm -hmm. gentleman you are talking about, and we have made mm -hmm. this mistake actually several times when yes. a person asks something, uh, and for example, a lady or a gentleman uh, gives an answer, and then on the second date, uh, he asks the same or she asks the same question, and you get this feeling that, uh, didn't he listen to me at all? Like I was talking about it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can really be like a pure a poor memory because you have asked many questions and you couldn't actually mes uh, memorize uh, all the answers. But sometimes it was like question in in the sake of question, really. Like you have asked because it's normal to forget. Sometimes people take it a little bit too extreme. Like oh, you don't remember the name of my grandmother. I have mentioned it to you just the other day. It's okay to remember, to forget some small details because you can't relate to this detail and you don't have any context with this detail yet. But uh, if you have met someone new and, for example, the gentleman is telling you that he uh, works in the military or he owns a coffee shop and he starts talking about coffee shop or why he has decided to be in the military and then the next day uh, you ask the same, like you have mentioned, but what do you do for a living? It will mm -hmm. be a big turn off. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree with you. And also, 
You know, I think that when we are talking about uh, our culture, our Slavic ladies, uh, then anyway, one of the reasons why men uh, want to meet them, why they pay attention to our ladies is because, uh, uh, one of the reasons is because our ladies are traditional. So they have that traditional understanding of family, gender roles. And if you're talking about traditional part of it, then... In our culture, it will be more naturally when a man is breaking the ice on a date, when he starts in this communication, when he uh, puts some efforts to uh, to make them both feel uh, more comfortable, and when he's more initiative than uh, than a lady, it's more his job in our culture. So a lady, of course, she will be involved into the process too, and uh, she will do her best also to communicate. Um, so it doesn't mean that you have the man have uh, has to speak all the dates and she will listen. No, but usually in our culture it is expected uh, then a man will do these first steps when he will break the ice, when he will help both of them feel more comfortable, natural. Uh, so uh, mostly... Um, it will be expected that a man is doing it. Uh, like I said, it doesn't mean that he will do all the talking during the date, but he will make these first steps. Uh, he will um, like put the first topics uh, to discuss. And um, I think that he will be the, he, our ladies will expect that he will do this first uh, difficult job. I agree with you. It's a nice point, uh, but I think it is important also to specify that, uh, it depends greatly on the personality and also it depends on the personal experience. Um, I remember we have introduced a gentleman to our lady. She's a university professor and she teaches uh, foreign students. So she teaches in English and she is very easygoing. She is not afraid of talking to an uh, audience of 300 people in a foreign language and she is used to a foreign language. So of course, when we have introduced her to a gentleman uh, who speaks English, she felt very comfortable during the date. And they talked and she joked and uh, the gentleman has enjoyed the date. Um, the lady, I can't say that she has enjoyed the date um, too much. She was younger than the gentleman. Like she was in her 40s and he was in his 50s. And that gen gentleman, he was very adamant about dating younger. I'm sure you remember whom I'm talking about. And after the date, he gave the feedback that they had such a fantastic date and chemistry was definitely there. He didn't even feel it, that she was not very physically attracted to him. I think because of the age difference, she felt that he was older. And then he went out on a date with a lady who didn't have um, this experience uh, of, first of all, talking in English to native speakers that often so she was more shy about her language skills. And also she was less outspoken in a way she was an economist so uh, talking to big audience being uh, very easygoing was not her cup of tea so on a date she listened more and she asked some questions and the gentleman has dismissed her as dull and she was actually attracted to him physically she found him uh, attractive she was also in her 40s but in her late 40s and the gentleman said that the first lady, the university professor, uh, she was the type of a woman he was looking for because they had such strong chemistry because uh, she was sharing stories and they had a dialogue uh, and she was laughing on his jokes and she was cracking jokes and she was, and this is a going and chatty and he loved that. 
so uh, again, what this story is about uh, about on, on his part, lack of uh, actually feeling the partner, actually watching the body language, her reaction. So she was talking and he assumed that she was interested. And the other lady, she talked less uh, and listened more. And he assumed that she was not interested or not interesting, like, how you can put it. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, sometimes it happens too uh, that uh, people uh, sometimes miss uh, that uh, they, they understand not correctly uh, the situation when another person is just polite. They mix a politeness with uh, some feelings to them, with how they call it chemistry. And sometimes another person, she's just polite. She wants the date to be nice. She wants to look good in his eyes. She understands that maybe they will not even have the second date, but she doesn't want to make the impression of that angry, rude person. And or she communicates, yes, yeah, so arrogant. She communicates normally. She's very polite. She asks questions. She gives interesting answers she makes jokes she can smile and laugh from his jokes but it doesn't mean uh, that she's already in love because sometimes we hear it uh, from men that oh i'm sure she liked me so much because she was talking a lot she was smiling she was joking um, i'm sure that uh, the date was wonderful uh, she will give you very positive feedback and then from a lady we can hear a feedback that uh, yes the, the date was well she's a he's a very nice guy i was trying to talk i was trying to be polite but i understood but i understood that um, we are not for each other. Uh, we don't have too much in common. Uh, I'm and usually, sure. it's not about not having much in common. Let's yes, be honest. Yes. It's usually she, she, about she physical just, attraction. Yes, it's just about physical attraction. But usually, if this lady is polite on a date, then she will be polite with us too, and she will not call uh, the things uh, by their names, and she will uh, tell us. Uh, I think that. Mm, we we have different uh, views on many things. Uh, we don't have anything in common, but of course, uh, usually it means that she uh, is not. If they went on a date, they actually have much in common because yes, they were preselected yes. for a reason. Of, of but course. usually, first date, like 90% cases, it's about the looks. Mm -hmm. It's about the looks and yes, about expectations. A lady has expected, okay, maybe he is not like the most handsome guy by, by his picture. But probably he will compensate that with the personality. And then she goes out on a date with him. I remember we had this client, a young gentleman, his late 20s. And he, he was very adamant to date someone very attractive, way more attractive than he is in, in the sense of traditional looks. Uh, like you can look at, at a lady, you can tell that, oh, she, she looks like a Victoria's Secret angel of uh, early uh, 2000s. Like tall, slim, blue eyes, like high cheekbones, uh, long hair, like long legs. So uh, traditionally beautiful. And uh, you can tell if the gentleman is like traditionally handsome, like Brad Pitt, young Brad Pitt handsome. So exceptional, uh, uh, exceptionally handsome. And this gentleman, he was not uh, traditionally handsome, so he, he had okay looks. He was more to the skinnier side, very, very, very shy. And uh, he went out on a date. The lady, she was uh, an HR. And usually, like, people from work in human resource department, they are easygoing. 
and she worked for an IT company and her job was, of course, to get the best IT guys to the company, to lure them into the company. So it's not a huge surprise that uh, usually they choose very attractive females for this job. So she was very outspoken, very easygoing. She knew how to flirt um, with her body, with her eyes, without being over the top. So in the head of the gentleman, the fact that she felt so, com so comfortable during the date has everything to do with him. And because he is so handsome, because he this, he that, and nothing to do with her. And the idea that um, she was just very easygoing and she had good dating uh, experience in the sense that she goes out. So when you go out with every date, you get better in flirting. You get better in actually uh, feeling your partner. Whether you have to like talk slowly, whether you have to be quiet, uh, talk uh, in a lower voice, or you have to be more loud, more outspoken, your your body language has to be like uh, more aggressive because that's what your partner needs. So you can read these things uh, if you have experience. But if you get, go on three dates per year, mm -hmm. you can't get this experience. You can get it... Uh, only uh, if you practice. So sometimes men think that, okay, she has smiled, like you have mentioned, they mix politeness or like just the personality of working experience, like this university professor. She has given lectures, so she knows lots of interesting stories and she knows how to present them well with her voice. And he thinks that, uh, that just because he's a great uh, catch. So usually people relax in this situation and they let, uh, like you have mentioned at the very beginning, let you do the dance. Mm -hmm. And he just enjoyed the show. So this was the next point that I wanted to make before I interrupted you again. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I wanted to tell, and maybe you will catch up on this topic and uh, elaborate more, that the date should be enjoyable not only for you, but also for your partner. People very often forget about it, especially men. They concentrate. Do I feel happy? Do I feel butterflies? Women also do it sometimes. Uh, do I feel butterflies? Do I feel physically attracted? Uh, do I feel this? Do I feel that? It's, it's great to concentrate on your feelings and to actually compare how you feel during different days. But you shouldn't forget about the other person. I remember, I will share this story very quickly. Uh, a gentleman and a lady went out on a date and they went out in winter and they went to the park. The gentleman really wanted to see that park. It was newly renovated, renovated uh, in our city and the lady has taken him to that park. They want to see a beautiful lake that was half, half frozen, but there are still swans, you can see them. And he has enjoyed the view and he was so happy that this lady was with him on a second date that he hasn't noted that she was freezing. And she had to finish the date sooner because she has fr frozen literally like everything. She tried to uh, give him a hint that she wants some coffee. But again, it's a mistake of the lady. She could have said out loud that, you know what? Let's continue our date indoors because I'm cold. Because he was not catching any hints that her nose has started to run and she was like shaken. So sometimes people concentrate so much about their personal joy and if he is happy, if he enjoys himself, that they don't pay attention on the partner. 
yes, I agree with you, and I think you know. I throw the ball your way. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, it's very important for both parties in this case uh, during the day to ask. Uh, himself or herself if my partner enjoys uh, what is happening now uh, because uh, the date it is um, the place and the time uh, when two people have to enjoy the process that's why it's good it's fine to go on different dates with different people have this practice of dating even if this exact date will not lead to some serious relationship even if you're not going to marry this lady but uh, this time when you are sitting communicating uh trying to get to know each other better it's very interesting and it's very enjoyable time and both of you they have to you have to enjoy even if you understand that maybe you're not so physically attracted to this lady or you see that um, there is no such a big interest from from her side but anyway you can always find a new friend um beautiful colleague maybe uh, a very interesting person to communicate further so uh try to get these pluses and bonuses from every person that you meet in your life and if you're on a date enjoy the process don't concentrate on something that will be after the date that in the, when in the beginning of the date you start to think uh, how should i invite her on the second date it will ru ruin uh, all the impression don't think about don't overthink don't push on yourself that if i have invited this lady uh i I might I must like her because I have to invite her on the second date. I don't have to lose time. Uh, don't push on yourself. Just concentrate on your emotions in this moment and on her emotions too. Because uh, if you have invited a lady on a date, it's uh, some kind of your job to um, to help her enjoy the process. So you have to invite her in a nice place. We, we are not talking about some fancy restaurants. It just has to be a place where both of you will enjoy the atmosphere, uh, when you can drink coffee, where you can eat some lunch or dinner. It depends on uh, when do you when are you meeting. It has to be a nice place uh, where you will be comfortable to talk, where both of you will feel comfortable in general, and where two of you will enjoy it. Even like I said, this date will not uh, will not uh, uh, grow into serious relationship, and you will not marry this lady. But anyway, you will get great experience because when when it is about dating, experience means a lot because you learn better how to communicate with different people, uh, how to um, how to deal with uh, difficult topics uh, when um, I don't know when the situation on a date is uh, some un unpredictable in some meaning. So you learn how to deal with different people so when you will meet uh, the right person your lady when uh, you will feel charmed on the on the date you will know what to do what to say how to behave you will feel more comfortable and uh, your this um, feeling will help both of you to relax uh, to communicate easier uh, to enjoy the process uh, so have the right attitude to the dating. 
uh, it's not something uh, so serious that you have to prepare for the date. Uh, you have to start preparations in one month to think about all the details. If you do it, you will not enjoy. Your expectations will be so high. You will have the portrait of this perfect date in your imagination so clearly that the real date, even if it is really perfect by, by, all, um, by all the signs, anyway, for you, it will be not good enough. So don't push on yourself. Don't paint these uh, imaginary pictures, how it has to happen, what words she has to say when she comes into the restaurant. Forget about these details. Just enjoy the process. Be very polite. Complimental. Katerina, can you hear me? I think something has happened with connection. <clears throat> I think I have lost Katerina and we have almost filmed this podcast till the end. So, uh, 